Jaden's lost her homework, Maury's lost her tooth again. Even dishes lost in school, Lord's mom has got to have a friend. We don't even have to drive far, we can just sit here in my car. We're the car cab Really cracked yourself up on that, that one. one. I missed my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know you, you guys. Started it. Stephanie just came into my house. First of all, my dogs tried to eat her, and then I ate everything she owned. I'm currently still. Stephanie, Speaking you're of, having a little. We need a, a better Philip. What? Oh, because I didn't give you very much. No. I am not a filler upper of full glasses. I don't like it. Even for myself. Well, I came in pretty parched. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't realize how parched you were. Are you going to need to take a break really quick and get you some more Probably. water? <laughs> I just need to wet in this whistle. <laughs> she had, what did we have? We had a little... Stop it. Oh my God, the way she just ate a, a pumpkin spice cupcake, guys. <laughs> I mean, I turned to fill her water jug up and Can I looked back and she was... just like... <laughs> It was a miniature one bite cupcake. I mean, it doesn't have to be one bite. But if it can be, <laughs> let's cut out some time and do oh, the thing. Listen, you did, you did the damn thing and she got sucked up like a vacuum. And then I found her some donuts and then I found her some toffee chocolates. So we're doing very well right now. And she gave me a sip to wash it down <laughs> with. I hate when glasses are too full. It drives me nuts. Uh oh. <laughs> I'm real thirsty. <laughs> Just drink your spit, honestly. Um, can I tell you what I really hate right now? Yeah. It's called ASMR. Mm -hmm. Do you know what that is? Silent eating. It's silent everything. It's like. <laughs> Why are you into that? How do you I'm even know not what that into is? it. It's on my TikTok all the time, and I fucking hate it. I'm like, bitch, speak up. Lily listens to that all the time. Oh, and I then she tries to make. Damn it! She tries to make the videos like eating. Ugh, there's like, eating ones. There's like there's where all they just, different kinds of food in front of you, and then you eat it. Yeah, and then they just like grab a little. Do you like that? It's like, fucking stop! You look like an idiot. Use a big girl voice. Let's, but you know what? There's always a million fucking followers on their page. And I'm like, who likes this bullshit? So I tried to tell Lily, like, that's disgusting. It's Obviously like, a lot of people. It's like a weird fetish thing that people like to listen to. Yeah, no. It's disgust, it disgusts me. <laughs> you, As you're doing it right this moment. I'm eating. It's not my fault. I'm a sensual <laughs> eater. And toffee is very sticky. <laughs> toffee is very sticky. Yes. I fucking hate it though. And then they get those big ass nails, and then they're like, "Do you want? Do you want me to put? Do you want me to put this makeup brush on it?" <laughs> That's what it fucking sounds like. And I'm like, I what want you. What does it stand for? Huh? What does it stand? For? <laughs> get toffee out of your mouth. <laughs> What does a whatever? I have no fucking clue. 
How do you say it again? ASMR. Audio. Sound. Sensual. Music. Re-dio. Re <laughs> <laughs> Re-dio. You gonna take that last little suckle? <laughs> it's not even enough. It's, it's like the Sahara Desert in my mouth. I came here hoping for so much liquid. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, I'm thirsty. Because listen to my situation. I normally drink one and a half liter bottle twice a day, so three liters. <laughs> and I got a quarter of the way into my liter and a mother truck and fly flew in the top of it. So? And now I'm feeling all sorts of ways about it. And so- Why? It's just a fly. Do you know where those things land? Yeah. On poop. Right all over your house. You got poop all over your house? Well, no, that's a good point. My I mean, house is very clean right now. Right? But I still didn't feel very comfortable drinking my friend fly water. It's fine. So I haven't had very it's much just an water extra today. Bit of protein. So I am feeling very Sahara deserty. Oh my god. Okay, we get it. You're thirsty. That's exactly why. Sorry guys, you're way down here. I fucking hate filling up water glasses that much. Just, and never, I knew, that's why I don't fill them up for my kids or you. I knew you were going to spill it. Well, you never fucking told me that you had a thing of water <laughs> on the floor in front of your water container the size of Texas. Our dog watered <laughs> You didn't see that what giant What a terrible cauldron? place. I was staring at the water. Did you fucking spill it all over? This on my toe. Bullshit. If it's on your toe, it's on my floor. Did you clean it up? Yes. You did not. You're such a fucking liar. God, you're worse than my kids. <laughs> I hate my kids this week. I'm not even going to lie. Um, speaking of, guys, sorry about the Thursday podcast. Tashina had a little bit of a mental breakdown last night. And she literally was... texted me and was like, I'm feeling like a twat-sickle. Can't Let's do cancel. it. I can't do it. I felt like I was going to be so mean to you, and that is not deserving of you. Did you, you hear my kids on the Marco? No. Because I was like, are you sure you don't want me to come over and just cheer you up with my just amazingness? And Trina's like, Mom, what are you doing? And Jaden's like, Mom, what are you doing? She doesn't want you over there. <laughs> like, take a fucking hint. Yeah. I was not in a good place yesterday. Oh, yeah. Doesn't matter, so I think I've seen you in a long time. I was so irritated. I'm still irritated today, but it's getting better. Want some coffee? <laughs> no. <laughs> Sorry. It's a lost piece, and then I'll be understandable. There's still like 50 other pieces. We can't do it. Bullshit. I can't. We could have if I didn't do the six donuts and cupcakes. <laughs> So anyway, um, get my shit together. Let's see what's happened this weekend. Uh, the week this weekend was the wine walk. How was that? It was fantastic. I think we raised quite a bit of money. Um, there was a gentleman that got so drunk, he passed out in the bathroom. Where? At the YTA. Really? Yeah. And we know who he was, and his family was, like, checking on him. But he was just taking a little siesta. I don't see what the big deal is. He was fine. He was just sleeping it off. And then somebody that was, like, running the YTA decided they needed to kick him out. And I was like, he's just tired, and it's warm in there. Leave him alone. 
down. Sheesh. Except for other people probably had to. Well, there's other stalls. He, he was, was the in the big one. God. So anyway, he was probably the drunkest one of the night, I'm going to say. Was that, is that good? Yeah. Isn't that the best water? It's real cold. It's delicious. Yeah. Um, otherwise, it was good. Had a good time. I had a spicy jalapeno watermelon margarita. What are you doing? My oh my are god. real tight. <laughs> Golly. Guys, she's just like reaching around and then had to roll down her chair. <clears throat> are well, you fine now? I don't want to be uncomfortable this whole time. Okay. You like to talk. Wow. You have a word quote at it every day and I just <laughs> want to be comfortable for it. Oh my god, you're a mess today. Yeah. And then Sunday we went to the pumpkin patch. How was that? It was good. We yeah. had a little barbecue over there. It was good. Are you in barbecue there? Well, we're a special group. Yes, I know that. <laughs> and Tosca and Tom love us and requested our presence at a barbecue. Oh, that's good. Cool. Yeah. So we had a barbecue. It was phenomenal. Had little burgers. I think my kids are, obviously our kids are getting older and I think we need to go do the pumpkin patch maze in the dark, one of these. That one was pretty good this year. I couldn't figure out where the hell I was and if I'd already been there or not. The pumpkin patch that we did in Vegas was so scary. Was it? Yeah, it was huge for one. And um, they had like, you would hear this like music, like a kid singing. Like, oh no. Like just like kids. humming. I'm not gonna do what she did. Do go ahead. No. And then she would stop and be like, "Come play with me." Bitch, no. Yeah. So that, yeah. No. We don't like scary kids. There was a chainsaw. There was Stephanie. There was a ghost. Before I forget, there was a ghost in my boss's yard. Real? I swear to God, she caught it on her ring. At 2.30 in the morning. It's called a fast robber. It wasn't fast. You ha ever have those What's things a fast that fast robber? Somebody that blurs through. No, camera? it was like walking. Just like over her grass. It was crazy. It's a, it's a, it is a ghost. I don't believe it. Somebody died in the field across the street from her house, and I think it's him. You believe in ghosts? Yes. There's a ghost in my office. And the fucker tricks me all the time, and I'm really starting to get irritated by it. There are ghosts. Hundo percento. I don't you know. don't? I don't know if I believe all that malarkey. You would not like the book that I just read then by Colleen Hoover. Layla? Layla. It was about a, a ghost. Can I have it? No. <laughs> it was on Audible. You could listen to it if you'd like. I don't want to listen I to it. I would like you to read it, though, because I want to know if you are interested. I had a hard time. I'm not really into sci-fi, though. Yeah. I feel like that was kind of sci-fi. I don't like it either because it does not intellectually stimulate. Yes, we the have brain. to have intellectually stimulation. Yeah. Of thy brain. Yeah. Mm, I do believe in ghosts, though. I feel like there definitely are ghosties. I was told that 
My middle child is a ghost. Is a Mother really trucker. good writer. Oh. And so all day long I've just been envisioning my future self reading her novels all cozied up in my blanket. Nice. So proud of that girl. She's definitely going to be like a, a horror though. I mean, it's not going to be <laughs> What? Not a horror <laughs> horror author. Yes. Like she's going to be a Stephen King. You know what I'm saying? Like that, she's there's not going to be any romance in that Jadine. Pretty creative actually, so but yeah, right, it will be scary. No, yeah. Just the few hundred thousand conversations I've had with her, everything goes super dark, super quick. It might start out as a love triangle or something, but it's going south quick. I'm excited though, if she sticks with it. Maybe we can have her start writing us something. Let's do it. <laughs> Go ahead and start, Jaden. No. What do you mean no? What do you mean no? Because my kids give away everything that I do. What do you we mean? Tell on me all the time. Like I was at the school today getting Lily signed up for school. What's this have to do with you? She's gonna write something. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that little COVID experience that you just had. Yeah. She showered me. <laughs> I wasn't asking for that kind of liquid when I came here. You want some liquid? Oh. <laughs> All right, where are we at? What are we doing? We were talking about Jaden being a writer. Oh yeah, and the fact that she'd tell on you. What'd you do today when you were doing Lily? Signing oh. Lily up. <laughs> no, Trinity just told the ladies in the office because Joey was a responsible parent and bought the insurance for the laptop. Did mm -hmm. you? Yeah. I didn't. And I want to. I really do. I just... It's like three dollars! It's twenty-three a piece. Well, when you have 18 kids, I see where the issue is. Yeah. So it's something I really have been wanting to do. I just have not done. <clears throat> Anyways, Joey did. But now she's going from Dayton to Urington, so I was like trying to see if we could switch it over or if he had to pay for it again. It's a lot of money, bro. It's like $50 for a year. Anyways, Trinity was telling them, mom said she didn't need it. Like, just telling them things I never said and they were looking at me like, plus I already think that they think my parenting's a little, yeah, a little squirrely. Yeah. One of them was laughing and the other one was looking at me like... <laughs> I think I can... I can Definitely guess. picture who was who. Yes. Yes. I will have you know that I'm absolutely loved at that office. Good for you. <laughs> you are God's fucking favorite. I am. Except for this week and I don't really know why we're having such an issue, but we'll get through it, I guess. What? What? He's not being kind to me this week, and I don't understand why. I think he's trying to put me through a it's test again. It's the goddamn retrograde. No, it's over. Oh. It was oh, over shit. on, like, Monday, and that's when my week went to hell in a handbasket, and I just don't know why. Testing me. He's really testing me. Mm. It's a good thing we're not a drinking podcast. Why? It's obnoxious. Drinking? Yeah. People? Or when you... Slush it Try down and your drink, throat. Uh, oh. yeah. 
I would like to be a drinking podcast. The Halloweener one will do a drinking one. Okay. Um, I did get told by Season Kilgore that she loves our podcast. She likes to listen to us, but she can only listen to us every now and then. Um, and she tried to have her children and her husband listen to us, and he, like, Ed was like, I can't do this anymore. There's too much giggling. I'm like, sorry, Ed, that we're too giggly for you. We think we're hilarious. I told him, at this point, it's just an audio diary of our lives. Mm-hmm. It is what it is. I don't recall listening to giggling listening back to the last couple episodes i haven't listened to the last couple episodes at all and we still had that yeah holy shit we're popular again what the hell you guys go in little moon spurts i guess i don't know um yesterday first of all let me start off did you have a bones or no bones kind of day excuse me (laughs) On TikTok. Um, you are obsessed. I am. I love it. It's my favorite. It's shit. How dare you? There is a pug named Noodle. And he's 13 years old. Oh, I thought I was going to sneeze again. Hold on. <laughs> get, the, get the umbrella out. <laughs> um, he's 13 years old. And his, like, tongue is hanging out of his mouth, and he's on this little cushion. And his owner picks him up, and if he stands, it's a bones kind of day. If he doesn't stand, it's a no bones kind of day. Is like the beaver who sees a shadow? The groundhog. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, there's some giggles. (laughs) Yes. Aren't they the same family? A groundhog and a beaver? I don't think so. Mammals. Anyway, so every day he picks up this pug, and if he flats out or like just fucking falls over, it's a no bones kind of day. You're wearing comfy clothes, you're staying indoors, you're being kind to people, let's not fucking rock the universe. If it's a bones kind of day, let's get it. We're going after our goals, we're doing what we need to do. So, with that explanation, was it a bones or no bones kind of day for you? Can you go over the explanation one more time? Cause my day was not eventful at all. So it was probably like a no bones kind of day. Yeah, then. it was a no bones. Sorry. It was, that just felt like a test. You <laughs> I had an unexpected day off. Yeah, I'm so sick of your unexpected days off. They haven't been very much. You had two weeks off! In September. That's a pretty good... I mean, it was just right two weeks ago. It was one of those days, though, where I kind of wish I was working. Ugh. Because Who wishes that? I just, like, on the way home from dropping the kids off at the school, I was like, I'm going to be super successful today. I have a lot of stuff to do. And then I sat on the couch and I read... A little bit, but I got tired, so I took a nap. Then I picked up the girls, then we went and bought a bunch of snacks, and this guy was like, oh, you guys must have a really long road trip ahead of you, apparently because we bought a lot of snacks. And I was like, "Yeah, oh yeah, we do, yeah, five minutes down the road. 
And then we got in the car and Jaden's like, that guy should really not be so judgmental when he looks pregnant. And I was Jaden. At least she waited to say that until we got in the car, though, because, I mean, normally that's something she would inform him in right. the store. So Look at her. Yeah, and she's like, well, what? He was judging you, Mom, for all that food that you just bought. And I was like, I didn't just buy the food for me, though. And she's like, but you bought it. I'm the one with the money. Anyways, went home, ate my snacks, laid down in bed and took another nap. And I woke up like five minutes before I came here, really parched. <laughs> and I was like, okay, I'm just gonna wait to Tashina's house to get something to drink. Then on the way here, I was like, mm, maybe she has something sweet too. And you did, thank you. You're so welcome, I'm thank very you. prepared. Um, so it was no bones. No bones kind of day. I didn't really have, I had a no bones kind of day too. I didn't want to be where I was. I don't want to be living life right now. Like I just want to wrap up in a cocoon the last two days and just like sleep it off. Not straight up, not having a good time. No bones. The alternative is not much better though. Sleeping? Of not living. Oh yeah. I mean, I mean, I want to live. I just don't want to like I want to skip forward to like 10 days where I know the answers to everything and I can just be fucking done with it. I am not a patient person. Really? <laughs> I know. Shocking. And I'm so sick of waiting and so sick of everything right now. So there we are with that. Here we are with the no bones kind of day. No bones kind of day. What I am... I wish I had that dog. I would love to do that experiment every day. I'm gonna show it to you after this little pee cast. I'll show you bones or no bones. And speaking of TikTok, it's time we do one. I know, we need to do one. The issue is, is by the time we're done, it's fucking dark and it's obnoxious when it's dark. We should probably start doing them before. Yeah. Um, speaking of not having to wait anymore, Brian Land Laundry has been found. I don't believe it for it fucking second. Me either. What? Okay. Let's just, an entire search and rescue operation can happen in one area. With where, thousands of people. And dogs. And like trained fucking professionals who devote their lives to finding people with scientific finding ways. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. they're into their shit. They right. know it. They don't just walk around and... <laughs> <laughs> like they have they know right. where to go right and they didn't find him but his fucking parents right within 20 minutes of being with the FBI were like hey in a backpack in tote I think this mother trucker came home knocked out a couple teeth maybe even pull the what's that guy who got stuck in the cave and chopped his arm off I have no idea but sawed some bones off of his body put him there and were there like oh look he's dead quit looking for him no the motherfucker not dead he's just toothless he's alive I just I have a hard time like there is something so suspicious about this whole fucking thing yeah really like the whole thing I don't even think she's dead at this point I honestly my conspiracy theory ass because now everything's a conspiracy theory to me. Like, you can't fucking tell me anything without me being like, no. You the can't sky even is swing blue. a cat without hitting this conspiracy theorist. Exactly. 
I am fucking so into it now. Like, I can't. I, I don't believe it. The way that her disappearance took off, and I know everybody's going to say, oh, it's because she's blonde and she's white and everybody loves blonde and white girls that go missing. But, like, the way that it took off and it fucking spread like wildfire, there's probably not a human on this earth that doesn't know about Gabby Petito. Yeah. How? How does that get so much recognition when another white... There was three other people around the... There was three people all together, including Gabby, that went missing all around the same time. Two of them were male, white, that I never even heard about. One of them was found dead. The other one is still missing. Apparently, the Grand Teton Mountains, um, a lot of people go missing. A lot of indigenous women go missing. But then here's my other thing with indigenous women and people being pissed that nobody looks for them. The issue is a lot of those things happen on tribes. And so that's up to the local police there because the FBI and stuff don't have jurisdiction there. So people are fucking up in arms, which I understand, but they can't go in there. They're not allowed to be in there. They have to be invited. Yeah. And if you're not invited, and most of, like, um, the tribe that my grandma's from, the Round Valley tribe, there's a girl that's been missing. Um, I think she went missing in, like, 2018, I think. And they, they, you know, have suspected it was her boyfriend. He would beat her all the time. She went missing. Nobody's looking for her. They don't have enough staff on their tribal police. They don't have enough staff. They don't have enough time. They don't have resources. And they're not inviting anybody in. So she's just missing. So it's like, I understand where people are frustrated with that too, but if they're not... Sorry. You need to answer that? Oh. So anyway, the fact that old Gabby's disappearance and then like, I don't know, it's just like so many things. Like they actually have a video of their little domestic violence... You know what I mean? Like, there's just so much stuff that, like, I don't know. And then she was gone for three to four weeks. I just have a problem with anything that takes over the media so fiercely. Right. That it's hiding something Something else that is happening. Because immediately it took away from anything else. There wasn't another thing. It was all about Gabby, all about Gabby. And then it took them so long to identify that it was her. Obviously excuse me, obviously she was decomposed or whatever because she was outside. However, it took them less than 24 hours to say that that's Brian. Yeah, and what doesn't make sense to me is they said that the area all of his stuff was found was... Completely underwater. Yeah. But everything's just like out and about, freelance. Hey, like nothing's waterlogged. Here's Brian's dry journal. Right. Unless my husband has a journal... That is waterproof. It's pretty cool. But, I mean, if he didn't have one of those, then I don't know. (laughs) It's so like, if he's on a traffic accident or whatever, he can write down information, like while it's raining or whatever. While he's floating. But I, yeah, no, like, so did that, did the dad have the backpack on? Or was the backpack some of the stuff that they found? From what I've heard, they just found a bag of his stuff, but... I have seen a lot of people talking about how the, the dad went into where... With a backpack. Yeah. And then, like, the sister's just nonchalantly walking around her neighborhood. The parents are still not looking upset that he's dead. Well, like, wouldn't you be my... fucking so distraught if your child was dead or missing or, 
Like, what? Yeah, my, when I started thinking conspiracy is when I saw her parents on the um, TV, like, calm as a cucumber. Right. I don't, I cannot. Mm-mm. No, if your daughter is missing. But I don't think she's missing. I think that they're all, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know. I just, there's so many things about this case that just drive me bonkers. And I'm like, oh, and then he has been identified by his teeth. Is that what it said? Yeah, dental records. Okay, like you said, you knock a couple of them babies out and... Yeah, because it said a partial body, so just a couple things. Like a thumb? Who gives a shit? You get a cut off a thumb? You get 10 grand for that bitch. I don't know. Toes? Yeah, I don't know. It's very interesting, and it's interesting that within, you know, 15, 20 minutes, whatever the hell time frame it was... After thousands of people, cadaver dogs, because cadaver dogs can smell bodies in water. Yeah. So even if it was covered this whole entire time, they it haven't been looking in no that same area. Why was it covered in water? Half the fucking planet is dry right now. Right. I have no idea. I don't know. But then all of a sudden, mommy, daddy, and dearest were like, no. Oh, son, we found you. Our table. It's broken. Like, what? No. It's yeah. not there. Something's fishy. I don't, I don't. I don't like it. I don't like it one teensy bit, and I, I have a hard time with it, and I don't think it's true. Yeah, me. Something, something don't smell right to me. No, no Sherlock Holmes, but I'm just saying, fucking. I can't. Agreed. Agreed to disagree. Uh, <laughs> Speaking of fucking fucked up shit. Oh boy. Guys, this is going to be a spoiler alert. So if you're in our book club. Oh, okay. Don't listen. If you're in our book club, do not listen. If you have not finished the book. Verity. Verity. By Colleen Hoover. Stephanie has a lot to discuss. So give yourself a minute. She did a very great job with that book. Like getting you right in there and all the feels. Oh, all the feels in that book. This book literally starts out with this woman who... Did they explain at the beginning that she's an author? Yes. Okay. So she's an author. She's on her way to a business meeting. And she sees somebody get, like, ran over to the point where his head, like, got smashed and exploded all the fuck over her. The first fucking line of the book was, I, like, picked his brain off my shirt or something. You're like... Yeah. Excuse uh, me, what? <laughs> yeah, so she, like, an, a guy sees her see this, like, and have blood exploded on her, and so he's helping her now clean herself off and takes her to a bathroom, and you, I already knew I put it together right. that her business meeting was with this right. guy, because I just... Well, after you've read 380,000 books, you kind of start to get like, a little... I feel like I'm so good at figuring out books yeah. now. Like, seriously, there's not very many that I'm like, holy shit. Like, for the most Did part... Did this one know holy shit you at the end? No, I knew she was faking. No, but, like, the letter. Okay, let's get there. Okay. Um. So, anyway, she, he's helping her change her clothes, and he gives her a shirt. She's wearing his shirt. She goes to the meeting, and the meeting is with this guy. His wife had been in an accident... And she was a world-renowned author. She had a series. She had six books, 
and it was a nine book series so there was three more to be written but she was in an accident that left her paralyzed yeah she was like mentally physically not there anymore and so they wanted her to finish writing her books and in order to do that they had her come to his fucking mansion out in BFE yeah to like where this woman is staying being taken care of by nurses and him right and, and what his big thing was is that his wife's office would be like the key to her mind you should yeah. be able to find everything you need All in her there it would take her too long for me to lines. yeah it would take too long for me to dig it all out for you. Yeah. I'm not sure what you need. You're the author that's going to co-write her, this. Yeah. Her so, characters, yeah. like everything is in that office. So he basically said, come up, take your time, figure out what you need. And this lady had, was losing her house. Her mom had just died. She hadn't wrote anything. Her, um, what are they called? Her the, publicist. Her publicist, who was her ex-boyfriend, um, didn't have anything for it except for this like I mean it was pretty much her only right. option so right. she took it and she goes there and from like the beginning she knew that shit was off so they had one son what's his name again I'm so bad at book names remember. because I read so many of them yeah anyways there's a little five-year-old boy and I want to say Evan but I don't think that was no. it anyways um they had two daughters twins. that were twins and they had both died. Mm -hmm. You know, I just thought of a good point. Okay. And I'll get to it okay. in just a second. So, you. So, so the little boy kind of like sees her at the beginning and she's talking to him and he, the dad comes out and she's. Who is extremely handsome. Gorgeous, of course. Like. Millionaire, super sweet. Christian Grey vibes, honestly. Right. Yeah. Like, so she kind of gets herself settled and she goes into this office. Well, while she's digging around in the office, she finds this journal, um, at, like way at the bottom of the desk. And so she kind of starts reading it, thinking maybe she can find some stuff in there that would help her kind of get it into was like an autobiography, right? Um, into so it's Verity is the wife's name, the one that's paralyzed. So into Verity's mind. So she starts reading, and pretty much it lays out that Verity was over the moon in love with her husband from the moment she met him. Everything was fantastic. Like she was obsessed a, with a him. Stage five clinger. Like yes. an unhealthy obsession, yeah. not just like, like a, oh, I love my husband. Yeah, no, no like, it was unhealthy, bad. Right. So then, you know, after a little while, she um, finds out that she's pregnant and it was the same night that they got engaged right that she had conceived right and so she's upset because she knows that because he's so excited he's elated and she's upset because these this child is going to take away his love for her yeah and it, it's not all going to be about them anymore. It's going to be about him loving this child more than he loves her. And that she was pissed because that engagement is now ruined because she is pregnant. And that's the only memory he's going to remember is that's the day that they conceived, not that that was about them. Yeah. So pretty much it just goes on and on and on. And she on. was obsessed. She had a very nice body. She thought it was going to ruin it for him. Like there was not one part of the pregnancy that she wanted and that she was happy with. Like right. she was furious that she was pregnant. Right. Um, at a certain point, 
Um, she tried to give herself a smusmortion. Like, she said she threw herself down the stairs. She did the dirty deed with the rusty coat hanger. Right. Um, she drank too much. She did pills. Like, I, she tried multiple things to get rid of. Right. And it wound up being twins. Right. And one of the twins had a scar on her face. And she ended up, and th again, this is all through the autobiography of the writer reading this. Um, she ended up loving that twin so much more than the other twin. She actually, and she was starting to feel good about it. Like she loved that twin for whatever reason. And that twin had a very bad peanut allergy. Yes. And she had a premonition. It was like a... Um, a dream, right? right. Wasn't it? Yeah. That her other daughter had killed her. Right. And then she was really starting to get like resentment towards the other daughter. Yeah, like did not like her. Like at would all. barely speak to her when they had parent teacher conferences. Um, she would only say how good the one daughter was doing, not how good the other daughter was doing. And it was starting to put a strain on their relationship because the husband was realizing that she was only talking about the one daughter. Off. Yeah. yeah. And so um, the other daughter with the peanut allergy goes to a sleepover. They had no idea she had, or they knew she had a peanut allergy, but they didn't know whatever she ate had peanuts in it. And she ended up dying. So Verity like loses her fucking mind, like complete and utterly loses her mind. So then she starts to resent the other twin after she dies because it's her fault. What she's convinced it's her fault. Because she had a premonition that she... And this daughter had Ashburgers, right? Oh, I didn't pick that up. Yeah, that's why they said that... Yeah, if, oh. that's why she was super quiet and she didn't... And she, her... That's what I understood anyways. Maybe I'm wrong. I think, I'm pretty sure it did say that. Oh, and she, I, yeah. And that's why, like, she was not grieving the way that the mom thought oh, she should have been. Oh, yeah. Okay. So oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yes. She yes, wasn't, like, that. crying. Yes. And so the mom had told her, like, you don't even care that you killed her. But let's stop for just a second. Okay. Because in the process of reading this autobiography, she's reading just a couple chapters at a time. And right. she's, like, also living in this house. And slowly falling for the husband yes she and the more she reads the autobiography the more she loves him because he's just like this devoted father like he loves his kids he's a sex machine yeah he's, and he's good at gorgeous. everything he does and so she's falling in love with him and realizing that he doesn't know that his wife is a psychopath right. tried to kill his kids thought that the one kid was a murderer like at this point she only knows that the one kid died and just okay so that they had a son and he's like outside and she like in between reading the autobiography she would spend time like with the husband and the kid and they had dinners and stuff together and she was outside on the patio right and the son was out in the grass and he's looking up to the window that his mom is in and where waved. her bed is yeah yes. and he waved and she looked up like who could it be because the nurse had already left right and she saw the the curtain close. Right. So she's already starting to get creeped out. And then there was a couple times where, because they the nurse would bring Verity out and have dinner, which I never understood that she was like 
capable of eating and chewing and doing all that? I don't think she was. I think she just brought her down to be with them. I don't think she was actually eating. Okay, because to me it seemed like... Anyways, but there was a couple times where they had like made eye contact like and she would look and the the wife was looking at her the creepiest one for me was when the girl was in the office and she looked because the office like looked out this beautiful like giant landscape right and so verity was outside in her wheelchair kind of like bundled up and she was looking forward at the time, well, then the lady kind of looked down and then she looked back up and then Verity's face was like turned at her. Yeah, and she was looking. And she was looking directly at her and then she was like frozen, just like staring at her, staring at her back. And then the nurse came up and kind of propped her head up again to make her not like look at her anymore. But that was a scary part. I was like, whoa, I felt that one. So the more time that goes on, the husband starts falling for her also. And so... Right, because it's been... How long since the... It was almost a year, I yeah. think. And so, you know, he hasn't had physical touch. He hasn't been able to talk to anybody. Yeah. Um, they, there was sounds coming from the room, but it couldn't have happened. The little boy got hurt a few times. And, and yeah, the boy, like, told... He, yeah, he was bleeding, and he said that his mom told him not to play with the knife. Right. And there was a knife next to the bed where his mom was, because the boy would be in bed with his mom and play on his tablet all the time so he spent a lot of time with her and he was like making little comments that like like, insinuated his mom was talking to him and she wasn't speaking supposedly she was not capable of it so she would ask him like your mom said that to you and he would always like change it around or he'd be like I wasn't supposed to tell you that and then like run off like a little creeper kid and so the one time that he was bleeding she went running up there to help him and saw the knife but took him to the bathroom and when she went back for the knife the knife was gone Gone. and the mom was just laying there in the bed all comatose like and then she fucking at one point like rips her legs off the bed and fucking verity like first of all a1 effort for well i guess we got to get past this so okay so then she's reading more and more of the autobiography she finds out that the other yeah it's getting dark the other kid died also because so it had been a couple months since the one daughter died and she had been depressed and sad and the son had asked to go outside and play and so the dad was like take him out to the lake and or pond whatever yeah, it was because they lived next to like a lake yeah so take him out i'm gonna go to work just go have a good day so after he leaves she like plots together this girl's death basically and like she gets in the canoe she whispers in her son's ear because she loves her son yeah she whispered in her son's ear hold your breath and she fucking sunk that canoe like flipped it over grabbed her son and um swam him back to shore and then put on this entire show like that and then was like yelling for her daughter but was like asmring it (sighs) yeah yeah and barely even saying anything is it chevy chevy I can't think of the kid's name. Oh, I don't remember. Anyways, told the kid to go call his dad, and she's trying to make a scene in the background, like, as loud as she could, um, looking for... But she's, like, trying to say she's staying close to the shore because the last thing she wanted to do is actually... Because at this time, she's getting in the water. Right. Because she knows that the cops are going to show up. She wants to put on a good show, and so she's saying, like, she was afraid that she was actually going to find her daughter, like, because she's walking through the lake. 
like find her body and she didn't want to do that. Right. Like while she's still alive, she wanted her to die. Crew. Crew. Crew is the son's name. Harper was one of the daughters and Chastin was the other daughter. So Chastin is the one that died with the peanut allergy. Yeah. Harper is the one she fucking murdered. Murdered. In the lake. And so this lady, by reading her autobiography, finds out like this woman fucking killed her kid. Right. Like the husband doesn't know. She doesn't know if she should tell him and weird things are happening. So at this point, she fucking thinks that the mom is faking it. She said, oh, and then at the end of the autobiography, she literally finished it saying that she was just going to run and plow into a tree. Right. Which is what happened to her. Right. She drove into a tree. Right. And so, um, okay, you, go ahead. Where do you want me to, where do I pick up from there? You were telling the story about how she was in the bed. Oh, so at this point, Lowen is the other writer. Lowen decides she's going to fucking out this bitch. Like, I've had enough of the creepy eye staring, the, like, you are alive. Because she's having, she was having a sexual altercation with the woman's husband and looked up and saw the wife standing at the top of the stairs. Yes. Staring at them with her fists, like... Clenched. clenched yeah so she and she fucking freaked out and the husband didn't really believe her that right. she was up there and so then she started thinking like holy fuck there's so much going on that now i'm like hallucinating like yeah. i'm i'm freaking and then he was out. getting pretty upset with her because he's like she is not there like yeah. you this is not okay like we can't continue to do this like he was starting to get irritated with her so she was like i'm gonna fucking out this bitch once and for all so like she runs upstairs i don't know if it was that same night that they had the sexual altercation but no, it was the night the crew got injured the dad took him to the hospital because the kid got injured again no, how did you do that one he got hurt twice i don't remember that but he was hurt, and so the dad had to take him to the hospital. Right, and so she decides she's going to... And left her there with Verity, Verity. alone. Like, she's going to freaking out this bitch. So she, like, goes up there and is, like, yanking her off the bed, and that fucking bitch is just, like, Gumby, man. Like, how? Yeah. How can you pretend like you're they don't just... I she's pretending yet. Huh? They oh. Don't... Anyway, but she puts a monitor in there, which the mom didn't, Verity didn't realize that she had put in there. But so she had been watching her and she saw one day Verity on the fucking ground on her hands and knees. And reading that literally made my stomach turn. Did it make you think about the ring? Because that's what it made me think about when the chick's like crawling out of the hole. Weird, like white. Yes nightgown yes like and she's just crawling on the floor it right. fucking freaked me out i'm not yes. gonna lie that one was pretty creepy yeah, too. Was like, and so then and he's home at that time she goes running upstairs and she's screaming at him because she's trying to let her, the husband know right at like literally screaming and she gets there and the bitch is just in bed yeah fucking staring off into space like she's not there so right. she rips her blankets off she rips her legs off screaming at her then the husband comes in mad at her, right. like, what the... Yeah, you're a fucking wackadoo, bitch. Yeah, so then she's like, no, it's time. She gives the husband the autobiography, tells him to read it, which he must have just, like, skimmed it enough to realize because it was, it was that same evening, and he went in there and started fucking screaming at her, like, fucking, the game's done. Right. Like, we know. And... She fucking just starts talking to him. Like, this entire time she had just been faking this entire... Shenanigans. Yeah. The entire like, yes, fucking thing. she had an accident. 
Yes, she woke up in the hospital. Yes, she had issues, but like she felt herself. Well, but he had read it. Hold on. Oh, was that not at this point? That's a, oh, okay. That's the okay. very, very end. Okay. Anyways, Lowen and him wound up killing her. Killing he, that bitch. Yeah, he they like, Gabby petitoed her. He fucking suffocated her. Yeah. And then they made it look like she aspirated on her food so, throw up. So she really had nothing wrong with her, right? Like there was no like she at wasn't... the beginning. It to me, I got that her ailments basically your son um, had like over time went away. So yeah, she wasn't. So at, at the, the time beginning. when she had said something, like she was able to walk and talk and move and all of that stuff. Yeah, well, she it had said. Well, in the end, she was, like, up and moving around. She was talking to crew. crew she, her plan was to steal a crew. Anyways. She, they killed her. They made it look like she aspirated on her food. Or her throw up. Mm-hmm. And then they wound up getting together and they moved out of the place. She wound up pregnant. And they came back. For one last time to get all their stuff out of it and crew had said something that led her to believe that that there was a spot upstairs that his mom hid stuff in the floor which is why she was on her hands and knees because she was getting putting something mm-hmm. in that anyway so she goes upstairs to where Verity's room was and she found the floor to where she the floorboard yeah she opened it and there was a fucking letter in there and the knife yeah. That she had hid when Crew had hurt himself. Yeah. So this letter basically says that it outs the husband, basically. It says that I can't believe you thought I would do something like that to my kids. That autobiography was not something that you were ever supposed to read. It was like a defense mechanism, basically, that her publicist had told her to do to, like, to get in the mind of a villain, basically, for her storyline. And so it was kind of a way that supposedly she was dealing with her own grief of what, her, what happened to her kids. Her daughter... So the, so the daughter that died of the peanut allergy, that was really real. And it, it was an accident. It was a fluke accident. And she was having a really hard time. And um, all of the books in this series, she writes from a villain's perspective. And so once her daughter died she was grieving so hard that she wasn't able to be like a villain yeah and so her um her publicist told her you know that she knew of a writing exercise that she could do where she was taking whatever she felt and doing the opposite so her being like super i mean because one of the things in the autobiography was like her sex drive towards her husband like she wanted it every time all the time like so just flip all of that situation of like from the first moment you met your husband up until now make write yourself your own story to get into this you're the villain basically and you're the villain and so her not wanting her child her wondering if it was ever going to be just them again her the fact that she wanted to have a smusmortion and get rid of her baby like those were all things that she really wasn't feeling because she was super elated to be pregnant and she was you know super elated whatever and so um, it was complete her opposite of her life. And so, so this letter is saying. So this letter is saying. And so the husband had found the autobiography 
And when he found it, he was livid and ended up like, did he drug her or something? I can't remember. She was taped up. Like he had choked her. He to where she was unconscious. He put her in the car, their car. And he's the one who rammed her into a set tree. it up to ram her into a tree. And he's the one and the reason that she was in this. So um, while she was in the hospital, she was coherent. She was coming too, yeah. And she overheard him say some really mean things to her. Like, if she doesn't die, like, he'll kill her, all this stuff. So she decided at that point that she was just going to be paralyzed from then on. And that one night, she would get all her affairs in order and she would just take crew and leave. Because she knew that she pretty much had screwed it all up. There was no way she could ever go back and explain to her husband that the autobiography she wrote was not real. She did not kill her kid. Plus, crew even said out loud to his dad, Mom told me to hold my breath. Right. And so the dad had read that and took it as like, she really did kill Harper. Right. And she's saying in all fairness, he was the closest one to her. She knew that they were tipping over. So that's what she told him to do. Hold your breath. Yeah. It wasn't because she was trying to kill her kid. She was trying to save him. So she's saying. Right. Yes. And so, um, so he ended up, you know, being just fucking livid and she had really worked on the the coma thing for a long time and then one day she kind of slipped up and he saw her open her eyes he had turned around for a second and then he turned right back around and her eyes were open and so that's when they kind of got it out so the fact that he was going to have money from this book from this new writer coming as soon as that money hit she was going to take it all and take crew away from him yeah and how did the book end was um, that pretty much it yeah that was like there was just a couple pages left where Lowen she put the letter but no she ripped it up and flushed it down the toilet and she said that she was never going to tell him because he had spent the last however long thinking his wife was a villain she was upset with him because she never knew he already knew about the autobiography right. um like that was because he to her. yeah he never told her when she she had, thought when she gave it to him it was the first time he had heard right about and it. that's why he had went through the autobiography so quickly was because he's already fucking read it yeah which that was fishy to me too like right there's so many questions I had at the end because I got all the way I mean that letter was like the last five fucking pages of right. the book. So I spent that entire book hating Verity, like thinking that she was just trash. And so I'm still, even it's a book, but I'm like, there's no way. Not one mom can write the kinds of things that she wrote about her children. Right. Whether you're grieving or not, especially if you're grieving their death. Right. Like, I don't, I don't care if it's in the name of trying to write a book, trying to make money. Like, I don't see a mom able to say the things that she said like so I fully plus she did have scar on her face right how'd she get it well they said that the abortion well they said that it it's a the doctor said it's a genetic thing that one of the twins could have she could have scratched herself in the womb or the other twin could have scratched her in the womb and it happens pretty it's pretty not uncommon Uh, I hated Verity for the majority of the book. I, first of all, the fact that Colleen Hoover can go from 
super romance like love to, yeah to layla and to verity did you read the back of it her little author's notes no how like that was the first book that she was that her publicist allowed her to go in her own like weird direction like they just oh. trusted her with it and it was kind of just like a project that she had like she that was a good like ever we haven't had a book club book yet that everybody who has read it for one it takes them like two days right and then everybody in our group is like verity holy shit like, yeah wow verity like yeah. even carrie asked me the other day at work like um, I think I'm going to need to read that very yeah. book, listening to what everybody... Nobody even said anything no, except like, for, wow. wow. Like, <laughs> yeah. But made it pretty fucking clear. It's yeah. good. No, it is... Um, she's she's a van- fantastic author. And the fact that she can go... I, I was really, really shocked by the letter. Like, it blew my mind to think... The letter pissed I, me off, honestly. It I was, was really mad about it. I thought it was creative genius, though. To yeah. have it... Like, I was blown away, and I was like, oh my god, that's so good. Because publicists do that kind of shit all the time. Yeah. Where they're telling... Like, you know what I mean? If you have a writer that's in a slump, that's your job. To get them to be able to write. Yeah. And I just thought it, it was fucking genius. And... Round of applause to you, Miss Colleen, because... So anyways, I know we kind of ruined it for you guys, but still, it's worth the read. Like, Yes. It is a perfect Halloween, October book pick. Yes. It was a great fucking book. It wasn't super scary, but it was like... But there was some definitely creepy parts, like, ooh. Weird. Fuck. Yes. I'm glad I didn't listen to it at, or read it at night because yes. I normally read physical books. And the most, the part that got me the most is when he left her at the house with her. I was yes. like, holy shit. This What's going to happen? Yeah. Yeah. So if you um, have not, please do. Yeah. You know what? And Honestly, even, all of Colleen Hoover's books, if you... Yes. If I you, just ordered three more. Yeah. And that, this would be the four, third, third one we've read of hers. Fourth, you've read four already. I've read three of hers. Yeah. Well, what have I read? It ends with us. Verity. Forgetting you and Layla. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm really on a roll. Yeah. And then a girl at my work just gave me another one. And she yes. had read three Colleen Hoover ones, and she really liked them, too. Yeah. I mean, she's a good author. Yeah. So definitely pick it up if you have not read it. Even with us explaining it, I mean, definitely the end we've just ruined, but... But it... for I mean, Depends we, how much you read, because right. I fucking knew she was faking it the whole time. Right. Like, I um, didn't necessarily know why she was faking it. But we but obviously I still don't left believe the a letter. ton out. I don't well. believe the letter. I'm still on the very oh, fuck, fucking psychopath. I, she knew her husband wrote it. And she knew that she wasn't dead, and she wanted to put something out there that made it look like she wasn't right. a fucking murderer. But and the letter she wrote while she was up in the bedroom, supposedly feeble. Yeah, wouldn't you think? Like the TV would be turned off every once in a while. She was fucking good. Like mm-hmm. Lowen was straight yelling in her face, like you fucking cunt. And, she and ripped even? her off the bed, and she just like, bleep. Yep. <laughs> like a snake, just fucking bleep. Didn't flinch when she threw something on the ground. I mean, she played it well. Uh, so good. That was a good one. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Um, is the next one our Halloween one? Yes. Is it? 
Yes, and I can't wait to show you my costume. Oh, I found a costume that I wanted so bad and it's fucking sold out everywhere. And I'm so mad about it. So I'm just gonna be a book character. Mm. Alas. Okay, Am I gonna have to guess who you are? I think you'll get it pretty quickly. Pretty quickly. All right, guys, well, that's our wrap up of Miss Verity and Brian Laundry. And was it a bones or no bones day? Let's make it a bones day tomorrow. Okay. We got to have bones tomorrow. Okay. All right, guys. Hope you enjoyed this. We'll talk to you later for the Halloween cast next week. Bye. Bye. <laughs>